Heal my heart and show thyself strong. And in my heart and with my soul, O oh Lord, be magnified. O oh Lord, be magnified. This is what somebody is making God. And I have made you too small in my eyes, oh Lord, forgive me, and I have believed in a lie that you were unable to help me. But now, no Lord, I see my wrong. Heal my heart and show that's a song, Lord. And in my heart, await my soul. Oh, Lord, be my. Be magnified, oh Lord, oh Lord, be magnified, oh Lord, be magnified. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Let our glory prevail in this atmosphere. That we may know the truth, that the truth will set us free in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. I am trusting God that today you will do something great in your life. Amen. I just want to go straight to minister to you in the next 30 minutes. Uh, let's go to the book of Galatians chapter 6. Verse 7 to 9. Praise God. How many of you are walking in forgiveness after you heard the word of forgiveness? How many of you are walking in? I don't know whether I could get a testimony of somebody who said I was offended by somebody and I had to forgive the person. And I told you that the word of God always comes to us because there is a need for it in your life. Praise the Lord. Anytime the word of God comes, it is a sign that there is deficiency of this word, of his word in your life. So when the word of God comes, one of the things I do that helps me a lot. It, I don't get a chance to hear the voice of God. I don't get a chance to do that every time regularly. I don't get a chance. So when I get, I don't know, I wish, I don't, I don't joke with the voice of God. I don't joke with the word of God. I wish every time I'll hear the voice of God. I wish every time I can just, I can just sit by the way you sit in and hear the voice, somebody who has gone before God and desperately seeking the face of God on your behalf. That is why most of you look down on your pastors because we spend time in the presence of God seeking what he wants to be holy unto thee. 
And that is why today even the discipleship class, do you think she just thought about it and just came here to just say something? No. She spent time in the presence of God. So when I hear the voice of God, I don't take it for granted. If you ask me to repeat what she just taught today, I've got it down. I'll repeat it. How many of you can replicate it? Praise the Lord. So every time I don't joke with the voice of God, tell your neighbor, don't joke with the voice of God. Tell your neighbor, don't joke with the voice of God. We started a series on from last two weeks. And Galatians chapter 6, verse 7, the message translation said, Don't be misled. Then it tried to use colon. The word colon in, 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 in literature is to expunge the point that has been made. It said, don't be misled. No one can make a fool of God. What a person planned, he will harvest. The person who plants selfishness, ignoring the needs of others. Ignoring God harvests a crop of weeds. Praise the Lord. Come on, preach with me. Hallelujah. I've got 30 minutes, so be with me. Amen. Now, I want to minister on the subject of entitled, What you sow is what you are, you reap. I am doing a subtitle, Choices. Tell your neighbor, make the right choice. Tell your neighbor, make the right choice. I hope you can see choice there on the text we just read. It said, don't be misled. There is a high tendency or proclivity that you could be misled. You can't be misled. No one can make a fool of God. When you make a fool of God or when somebody wants to make a fool of you, it means that he underestimates the potential that is in the... God is no... God is inseparable from his word. The Bible said in the book of John chapter 1, it said, In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and God is the word. Now God wants you to understand that he is not going to be mocked. That is why he establishes his word in your life. That is why when he promised you, the Bible said he watches over his word to all to perform it. The treasure of God is not in earthly vessel. It's not in, in earthly things we can behold by our physical eyes. The treasure of God is in his word. If you take away the word of God from God, he's powerless. The Bible said he cannot do anything without his word. That is why the Bible said the word was created by his word. His word. That is why when you have an encounter with the word of God, you are having an encounter with God and that encounter can never be mocked. That is why those of us who have decided to trust in God, we have to be rest assured because God has got some level of credibility. He has got something to preserve. That is his pride. And his pride is in his word. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I'm going to talk about choice. To make a choice, it means an act of choosing between or among possibilities. Another meaning says an act or the, pos the possibility of choosing. 
where there is a choice to make, there is this presumptuousness and there is this consciousness that there are alternative or more than one option to choose from. The person who knows the choices you are willing to partake in. If I know the choices you are making today, I can predict your future because your future is dependent on your choices. Tell your neighbor, make the right choice. The person who knows the choices you will make can easily predict your future. That is why the Bible said before the foundation of the world, he has predestined us because it has been confined within the face of choices. Praise the Lord. The exam you wrote and you wrote an answer in a multiple choice. If you write the answer to be A. I remember many years ago when I was in university. With, when I was in primary school, we thought that the easiest exam to do was multiple choice. Not knowing it was the most difficult exam to do. Hallelujah. Praise God. Holy Ghost, thank you. When we sat that exam, later did we know that there were 20 questions. So everybody who sat down on the row, we decided to ask ourselves, how many questions have we got? He said 20. Then we concluded we have got the same questions. Yes, we have the same questions, but not knowing question one on row one is question two on row three. And question two on row three is question one on row two. So the questions were the same question, but different order. We were cheating in the exam. We said that, oh, if I do this, ah, you don't know. If I do this, it means A. If I do this, it means B. If I do that, it means C. If I do that, it means D. If it is E, I do this. Hallelujah. (laughs) People can cheat with credibility. (laughs) So when we got out of the exam... We asked ourselves, a question one, why did you say the answer is D? I thought it was E. He said, which question did you have? He read the question to me and I realized that we were on the wrong word. Questions or different questions. So it means that choices is dependent on conditions in the type. So sometimes your question A, sometimes it can be the same question, but when they change the positioning of the answer, you must understand and change your answers. Praise the Lord. Now the text we just read is saying that if you choose, let me have the text on the screen, please. Galatians uh, chapter 5. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 to 8. The Bible said, do not be misled. Somebody, I pray today you will not be misled. The power of choices is a fundamental human experience. We need to put choices as an authority that we have to master. If we want to be more productive, efficient, and effective in our life, we have to master choices because we are living in a world where there are duplications and alternatives. There are options. If they are alike it so much, it wasn't difficult for Adam to choose a wife because there were no alternative. There was only one he had to choose from. If life was that easy for you to choose from one alternative, all of us would succeed in life. But unfortunately, we have choices. The importance of this act 
of selecting from alternatives one must have it as part of our curriculum in school when we went to school nobody taught us how to master making choices because every now and then we make choices in the morning you decide what to eat and what to drink you decide where to lie whether to lie on your back or to lie down up you know we decide and make choices because we are surrounded by choices in management because human resources are limited i was taught in, in school that we have to prioritize and choose not are we choosing but we have to prioritize them sequentially in order of importance and that is what we call scale of road of preference scale of preference simply is a concept that derives the satisfaction the want of an individual being put in the order of priorities. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Reduce movement, please. I want you to understand today that the choices we make has great impact, significance in our life. Right? From the beginning of our life, we make choices. Right from the little or the ones we saw term as big choices. This is a shocking part. We have no idea of what a big choice is or what a little choice is. We are used to thinking that the big choices are maybe getting married or getting a house or buying a car. We term those ones as what? As big choices. In fact, those that we claim to be big choices are rather the smaller ones. The choices that shape who we are really are the ones that we don't really pay attention to, but they are the ones that really shape in us. It makes us who we really are. The reason why I am sharing this message with you is because of a vision I had. And in that vision, I saw a man who was sitting down, tattered, really begging for, for, for money, begging, and he was really in need. And when I look at it carefully, I asked the man in a vision, I said, why do you think your situation is what it is? I got an answer for him. He said, I have no helper. Right immediately, I got to know within my spirit, I knew the answer to the question I asked him. I looked straight into the face of the man and I said, your problem is not helpless. Your problem is that you did not know what to do when you needed to do it. In short, what am I applying to? I told the man, in short, it is because of the choices you took. That is what brought you where you are today. I want you to understand God told me in that vision. It's a son, there is greatness in you. You can be whatever you want to become if you are only able to make the right choices in life. You can be sent to a very great place. I told some young boys yesterday, I said to them, if somebody told you go to school, it is a good advice, but I promise you it is a partial advice. Somebody can be in a good school. Somebody can be in a good school, in a good class. But if you don't make the right choices in your education, you will come out as somebody who didn't go to school. I pray today you will make the right choices. I say today you will make the right choices. 
Today I want you to understand that choices form part of your greatness. If you fail to choose the right thing in life, our choices is like a seed. It determines the fruit that is being produced. If you sow the wrong choice, expect nothing good than the wrong one you made. I pray over your life that today you will encounter grace. Uh, Solomon in his writing in Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11. He said, I return and I saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skills, but time and chances or chance happened to them all. So one, there are two things that have been given to us that determines our greatness. And the first one is called time. The second one is called chance. Say to your neighbor time. Say chance. There are two things that reveal greatness in the life of an individual. And they are times and chance. Every individual have, have been programmed within a specified time. Meaning we lack what we call immortality. The ability to live forever eternal life on this earth. Within the time given to us, there are slots we call chances. Also known as opportunity being programmed within the time. If I take away your time, I can take away your opportunity. Which means that your, your chances has been programmed or in other words, it's a subset of your time. It means that it, when I take away your time, I can take away your opportunities. But if you have your time and you don't know the right things to do, which is called choices, you can be in your time and miss your opportunities. When I was growing up, when I was very young, at the age of 14, 15, at the age of 15, when the Lord called me, I had an encounter with a man, and I said I was going to stop school because the Lord has called me. And I had a man who sat me down and opened my eyes to the benefit of furthering my education when it comes to ministry. I was existing in that time. But I was so privileged, I had the opportunity of a man to advise me. And that advice changed my choice making from not furthering my education to furthering my education. The outcome of it is unpredictable and has been specified in the future. Later did I find out that after completing junior high school, the man told me, uh, he told me to further my education to senior high school. When I completed senior high school, I moved further to the university because I was carried by the momentum and advice I received. Later did I find out that the Lord was going to bring me to the United Kingdom. And the course I did in the university is what is going to give me and what is going to open the doors God wants me to pursue. Precious one, if you make the wrong choices in life you will be you become a byword if you make the wrong choices in life you are great but you will become small why because you fail to make the right choices i pray that today the choices of your life will be made clear up to you that you'll be able to activate and you'll be able to materialize every promise and every opportunity that the lord has set in your life in the name of jesus 
Greatness by Solomon's standard has been subjected to two elements called time. Time has been subjected to day and night. If you agree with me, I want you to understand something today. In John chapter 9 verse 4, the Bible said, I must work the work of him that sent me whilst it is day. And the night cometh when no man can work. Which means Jesus programmed time into night and day. And your, your inability to make choices within your time. The Bible said, he said, I must work whilst it is day. Because productivity is not in the night moment. Your night moment is a figurative expression which means that you are unproductive. The day time is a time where you are productive. If you invest your energy in the night you are working but you will be unproductive. Jesus said I must do the work of him that sent me whilst it is day because the time the night come where no man can work. If your life and your strength has been pinnacle and pinpoint and established in the place of the night it doesn't matter what you do you will be unproductive because that is what the word of God says, but I pray over your life that you understand your time and you will be productive in the days of reproduction. You will be productive in the days of productivity and you will not spend your time, your resources in your night time when you are unprofitable in the mighty name of Jesus. I like what the message translation said. It said we need to be energetically. It said we have to be all energetically at work. For the one who sent you and who sent us here. Working while the sunshine, When night falls. The work day is over. The night time is being characterized. That the overness. The, 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 the finishing point of production. I pray over your life life that you will be productive in the name of Jesus. I don't know what you know but I pray over the life of your children uh, that your children will make the right choices. Uh, uh, you don't know what I'm about here. It is not being in the environment that qualifies you. Uh, I used to remember when I used to practice as this one. So I was more consistent in their practice uh, than any of them. I was more consistent. Brother Edward uh, or, or Dickon Edward was always there even sometimes before they even get there but I promise you brother Edward cannot play the keyboard because there were certain choices that this young ones exemplified in the place of rehearsal that this one was there but yes still he didn't engage in it that is why you can still be in the same classroom and you can know that this was my classmate but life has got a way of rewarding what choices and I pray over your life that when you find yourself in a good place you will put up the good choices you need to put up in order to see the glory of God come on tap your neighbor and say make the right choices oh my brother you can be a Christian you can be in the same church and you can be sitting down oh my god let me focus here in first chronicles chapter 12 verse number 32 my bible said and of the children of Isaac which were men that had understanding of the times uh, to know what Israel ought to do the heads of them were two hands Ah, come on, say two hundred. 
In other words, the Bible said, and all their brethren were at their command. Look at what the Amplifier says, the, the Message Bible. It said, from Issachar, men who understood both the time and Israel's duty, 200 leaders with their family. <laughs> Look at what it says here. It said, because they have understanding and they knew what Israel ought to do, my Bible said they were just 200, but they commanded their brethren who were more than they were. I pray over your life. Not only would you understand, but you will know what you ought to do. There are some of you who are crying, and you don't know the God you are serving. And because you do not know the God you are serving, you are not making the right choices. I pray over your life today that you will make the right choices in the name of Jesus. Are you being blessed? Oh, my brother. How many of you? I remember when I completed school. I went to secondary school with some friends. But I, I, I look ahead and I see them. And I wonder whether I went to the same school with them. I wonder whether I sat in the same school. But I didn't know that they make the right choices. I pray over your life that your children will make the right choices. Ah, You are seated here not because you are strong. You are seated here because you made the right choice. I pray over your life today that you will find yourself with the little strength you have. You exert it into the time and the selections and the choices you need to make. That you will be maximizing your days and night in the name of Jesus. Can I finish? No, I can't finish this. In order for us to optimize and maximize our time and chances. We need to make right choices. One thing I want you to understand is that not making a choice. It is a choice by itself. <laughs> there, is, there is no neutral. Because even now in our exam, uh, there are times that sometimes we write, we write point, question one is two, question three is four. Then sometimes we, we tend to write uh, none of the above. If you choose none of the above, it's also part of the answer. I would like to share some rightful choices we need to make in our life. If we want to live a purposeful an exemplary life. Praise the Lord. I'm going to do one. Second Chronicles chapter 15, verse 1 to 3. The Bible said the Spirit of God came upon Zachariah, the son of Obadi, and he went out to meet Asa and said unto him, Hear ye me, Asa. O Judah and Benjamin, Benjamin, the Lord is with you whilst you be with him. And if ye seek him, he will be found of you. But if ye forsake him, he will forsake you. Number verse 3, this is where the point is. Now for a long season, Israel has not been without a true God. For a long season, Israel has been without what? Without what? A true God. 
and without a teaching praise and without a law put your hands together for Jesus these ones were people who must be great they have been predestined to be great Say choices. There is somebody here. The word choices. I'm just. I will introduce you today. Next week, I'll start with the with the point. The choices you have to make. Let me just stick here because of time. There is somebody here. Choices sometimes can be very excruciating, but because of the pre- preceding power. The, the exceeding power. The Bible said, Jesus, before you make choices, the question one have to make is that how come that we place two things before people and their choices is different? Why? Because of their inclination and because of the things they have in their mind. Precious one, there are certain traits within the fabric of our being that are subconscious. That enable our choice making. I find out that when I look at myself carefully, I find out that I tend to like using aftershave. I like using perfume. I like using it. And I'm so particular about them. Why? When I checked right inside my DNA and I looked behind me, I saw the trays in my father. Choices are very, very impactful. And that is why today I want to just start with an introduction. And I want you to understand that your choices has got a way of reflecting on your children. I met a young girl who was very young. She was in primary school. And I happened to know the elder sister who went to a grammar school. I went straight to the girl and I said to her, the younger one, I said, which school are you going to go? He said, I'm going to Dencourt. No, she said, I'm going to Chathamhouse. She said that without any reservation or any alteration. Why? Because my elder sister made the right choices. And because of that, I'm going to follow those choices. And there is no option. There is no alternative than the same result that my sister made choices on. That it produces a kind of result. I believe my choices will also replicate the same result. Why? Because my elder sister went to grammar school. I am also going to grammar school. Because of the choice that the elder sister made it reflected on the younger ones there are certain decisions choices you are going to make that i want you to understand that they have got a way of replicating itself on the next generation there are some people who are enjoying certain pleasures not because of the choices they, 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 they initiated but because of the choices they saw their elderly ones doing and they emulated them. That is why today I pray over your life that your kind of choices will impact on your children and your generation in the name of Jesus. 
That is why in our generation we have a responsibility to make choices that sometimes can be so excruciating. But because we know the outcome of it, we have decided to not be distracted, but we have set our mind on them and we have decided to choose them. I pray over your life today that the choices that will lead you into darkness, may you not take those choices in the name of Jesus. I pray over your life today that may God empower your choice making. I don't know the choice you are making in your finances. When I met that gentleman, the Lord told me, son, it has nothing to do with your helpers. Your helpers will locate you if you know the right choices to embark on. I pray over your life that because of your choices, your helpers will locate you. If you embark on the wrong choices, it will look as if there is no helper for you. But I pray over your life that regardless of the pain you are going through may you take the right steps in the name of Jesus. My Bible said there was a man called Peter. He came after fishing. He has toured the whole night and he has caught nothing. And my Bible said this man was watching his net and the Bible said Jesus came to him. When Jesus came to him he said let me use your boat. But he made the right choice. He made the right choice. When he made the choice. Sometimes you don't know the extensity of your choice. You don't know how well your choice will bring you up. That is why the word of God becomes comes an explanation and a step that will guide your choice making and anytime you follow the word of God and you pioneer on the choice based not on your intellectual ability my bible said Joseph what do you call him Peter and back on the choice and gave Jesus his boat it did not make sense later did he know that Jesus carried the fish that he was looking for I pray over your life that Jesus when he comes to you and requests for your boat you will give it to him because that is the choice you have in the mighty name of Jesus I pray this is my prayer for you then I finish I pray over your life in spite of the alternatives in spite of the other options I pray that may the Lord open your eyes that you will see nothing other than the right one you have to take in the mighty name of Jesus if you listen to the sister's testimony maybe you didn't hear her she said that by the time I got there late there was no room for me to change the course and that was the perfect course I had to do I pray that may God give you the conditions that will not cause you to open other doors than the door God wants you to open. I pray over your life. May all doors be shut. If they are not of God, may they be shut. That the rightful door will be open for you in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray over your life that your children will see no example than that example that God wants them to follow. That you delight for them to follow in the mighty name name of Jesus. May that be the one they see the most in the name of Jesus. I pray over your life that may God favor you with your choices. Any choice that will lead you into distraction. May God cause you not to pioneer it. May you not initiate it. And may you not finish it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Stand on your feet somebody. Put your hands together for Jesus. It has nothing to do with God want to bless you or not. If God wants to bless you, I will see it from the choices you make. Come on, say choices.
The Bible said Jesus said, I've made a choice to work during the day because that is where, where my blessing comes from. Some of us are at the right place. You don't know that me, this is your place. The choices you make. Blam Batimo made the choice to shout, regardless of how many people told him to be quiet. I pray that may you do what you ought to do for your blessing to come to you in the name of Jesus. Place your hand on your chest. Say, Lord Jesus, give me the strength. Give me the understanding into the times and my chance. Moments in the name of Jesus. Father, strengthen me. Enlighten me. Lead me. Direct me. Empower me. Place in my heart. Command me. Direct me on the choices I need to make. Regardless of the sacrifices that I have to do. In Jesus name. Amen. I pray over your life. That may God bless you. May God increase you. May God empower you. That you will make the right choices in your life. That you will not abuse your time. That you will not miss. You will not abuse your time. And you will not miss your chance. In the name of Jesus. I thank you Lord. In Jesus name. Amen. Look at the face of your neighbor and say you will not 